Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. It's been a while. Been a while. Zach and I have been uh, busy with life, and uh, we're finally back to conclude the best TV series bracket tonight. So strap in, as there will be some epic debates. <laughs> yeah, we're going to power through straight from the Sweet 16 all the way to the finals. So I think what we should probably do is not hurry up, but make the Sweet 16 the Elite Eight like. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll make our final four and championship. Yeah, and then I feel like arguments. once we're down to the final four in the championship, we're going to need some serious debating and discussion going on. So, without further ado, let's dive right in. Yep, so uh, the first, I'll start off the East. I'll do the t- two matchups there, okay. and then we'll just alternate brackets. Sounds good. So, I had uh, Breaking Bad versus the West Wing, and I had Breaking Bad moving on from that one. Okay. So, I also had Breaking Bad in that matchup in the East going up against Black Mirror. This one was a really tough one for me, but I'm going Breaking Bad. Ooh! Breaking Bad advances to the Elite Eight. Breaking Bad is our number one overall seed, so it's not a shocker. Uh, Moving down to the second half of that bracket, I had Fargo versus Westworld, and I have Fargo moving on. Okay, so kind of same thing as the top one. I have one of those. So, I have Westworld, but instead of... Fargo um, being the matchup there, I have Californication, two shows that I'm very fond of. I have Westworld moving on to face Breaking Bad in the Elite Eight. Nothing against Californication. I think it's a really awesome show, but Westworld is just pretty incredible and blows my mind every time I watch it. So. <laughs> All right, we're we doing the West. We'll do West next. Okay. And you can lead us off. All right, Aiden. Because this is the bracket that absolutely tore my heart out. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Sweet 16 matchup, my first one in the West. I have Game of Thrones versus Peaky Blinders. And this one was, again, this whole left side of the bracket was really tough for me as well. This is tough, but I don't want to overthink it. I'm going with Game of Thrones. Like, Peaky Blinders is an amazing show, but Game of Thrones... I'll talk more about that as it moves on, because, spoiler alert, it's probably going to keep moving on for me. Uh, I yeah, I have lots of thoughts on Game of Thrones. It's fucking incredible. It's moving on. So <laughs> I'll just say that. So I also have Game of Thrones and Peaky Blinders, and I also have Game of Thrones moving on. Okay. okay. I need to rewatch it for the second time and just slow it down now. Kind of pay yeah. attention more to the details. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe take more than two days to watch it. That'd be yeah. That'd be good. But you know what? It's still a great show. So I have it moving on. Um, yeah. No. Okay, so um, we both have Game of Thrones advancing to the Elite Eight. So the other matchup for me in that west side of the bracket is House of Cards versus Stranger Things. And again, like I said, this whole side of the bracket was just really great matchups in the Sweet 16. I went with Stranger Things on this one. And I think the only reason for that, so I have seen the entirety of both of these shows, both of them really incredible Netflix originals. I just think the poor ending for House of Cards knocks it down a couple points, which therefore gives Stranger Things the edge on this one. So Stranger Things moving on to face Game of Thrones in the Elite Eight for me. This was the toughest part because I have to eliminate my top two shows. Okay. So I have Band of Brothers in the Pacific against The Office. What is he going to do, ladies and gentlemen? So it, it really came down to... The only thing I could say, they're, they're both amazing, and I can watch both of them a thousand times over and over again because I've already seen each of them about 500 times. Right. So... It really came down to that watchability factor for me of like, I can just watch this and keep going. And so I decided to go with The Office. Okay. Okay. Because it's one of those you can sit down and you can just keep watching and there's comedy, there's serious, you know, and like a war show based on true stories can kind of be not depressing, but it can kind of be like, it's tough to watch it's a over tough and hang. over again. It's a tough hang. 
And so I, I was moves on to phase Game of Thrones. Okay. I, I was very curious to hear what you decided on that one because those are two, not only are they two of your favorite shows, but they're two diametrically opposed genres. Like one is very like hardcore. awkward slapstick comedy. And one is like you said, hardcore true based on true story, dramatic war stories. Yeah. And those two shows could not be more diametrically opposed to each other. So it's, it really depends yeah, on what kind of a shows. movie you're in or what kind of a mood you're in. You know what I mean? So, but it makes sense to me that n- more often than not, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to just throw on the office rather right. than, you know what I'm going to do to kick back is watch some guys get their legs blown off in fucking Normandy. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you sit there and you're like, like, I mean, it's, it's great, like, but you know, eh, yeah. it's going to be a little less than the office. That, that makes, that makes complete sense. But uh, moving up into the south bracket, starting the other side, I had Parks and Rec versus Narcos. I had the exact same matchup. And I had Narcos easily moving on. Oh, shit. Okay, so I had the opposite. I had Parks and Rec moving on. Now, I think Narcos is dope as hell. And normally, in most circumstances, I go with the serious drama over the sitcom comedy show. But not in this case. Parks and Rec, just an all-timer for me. And I, I haven't seen all of Narcos, so I, I kind of feel like I can't justifiably pick Narcos over Parks and Rec, which I have seen the entire show of and I think is incredible. So there you go. That's, that See, was my I, logic. See, I had you know, Parks and Rec is obviously like the exact same as The Office, pretty much the same writers and everything. And then Narcos is a real life, true story thing. Yeah. And this time, instead of going with the funny, you know, like, haha, I went with like uh, the real life. Okay. I could watch Narcos over and over and over again. There you go. So you split and it basically. Yeah. You split the split the difference. Yeah. And then finishing off the South, I had It's Always Sunny against Friends. This one was tough, but I went with Friends, just because the older humor kind of is is funny and. It, I've watched so much more of Friends than It's Always Sunny that yeah. it kind of just nudges it out on my That makes my sense. Bracket. So on my matchup there, I did also have It's Always Sunny, but they were going up against the leftovers for me. So on my side of the bracket, on my bracket, Friends didn't even make it out of the first round. Oh, I know. <laughs> have you told Ty about that? Uh, I don't know if she's listened to that episode yet, but when she finds out, she will have some choice words for me, I'm sure. So Sleeping on the couch. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine was "Is Always Sunny" versus the leftovers, and I had the leftovers moving on. I just I have barely seen any of "It's Always Sunny." I think it's very funny, but I've seen the entire show of the leftovers. It's again a dark drama, which I'm fucking super into, and I've read the book that it's based person. on. And yeah, you, you have no soul. Yeah, just give me like really heavy dark shit. That's just if it has any. Give me in a yeah. really depressed, exactly. dark mood. Just, just have it be heavy and depressing and dark, and I'm probably gonna want to watch it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. So for that matchup out of that side, for my Elite Eight, I'm going to end up with Parks and Rec versus The Leftovers. And I'll have Narcos versus Friends. Completely opposite yet again. Okay. All right, moving down. Um, So Sweet 16, what region is this? For some reason, The Midwest. Blank, okay. Not like the region matters because, you know, it's... Yeah, it's not like it matters. But yeah, for whatever reason, the right side of mine, like the South and the Midwest just didn't... They're like blank now. I don't know what's up with that, but... Blank. um, So I had The Sopranos versus Ozark. Another pretty incredible matchup there. I went with Ozark to move on into the Elite Eight. I had the Sopranos versus the Americans. Ooh, okay. And I think the Americans is still going. So correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think it's done, actually. Did it? Did yeah, it? I, I'll, I'll check it. I'm pretty sure the Americans is done. But I went with the Sopranos. I've seen the Sopranos, all of it. And I haven't seen all the Americans, but the Americans is a great show that I, I need, need to, to start from the beginning again i need to get on that um but i did go with the sopranos taking this one and advancing to the elite eight 
Um, it, it was a it was a close one because the Americans is just so good. Like okay, so the Americans is done. So okay. season six was the last season that was in 2018 is when that came out. So yeah, and and that's how much I don't follow that. Whereas like the Sopranos, I finish and it's a great show. There so. you go. I really the I Americans get, will be fully watched. I, I say this every time you bring up the Americans. I need to get on that show really bad. Like I really hope I need to go look when I get home and see if it's on FX. I think on it's Hulu on the, yeah the Hulu. If it's on there, I'm fucking watching that show. It looks awesome. Um, so yeah, I had Ozark moving on. My other matchup there in the Midwest was Lost versus True Detective. And this one's a pretty, uh, it's a no-brainer for me, True Detective's moving on. And I had Boardwalk Empire versus True Detective. Okay. With Boardwalk Empire moving on. Oh, okay. So we got a little bit of, uh, some, some discrepancy here on the right side of the bracket. So should we just stay on the right side and start, just dive right into the Elite Eight? Yeah. So we'll just stay with the same matchup, I guess. Okay. So uh, I'll start in the Midwest again, and uh, the Sopranos and the Boardwalk Empire. I'm going with the Sopranos, moving into the, my final four, and uh, oh shit, being the winners of the Midwest bracket, baby. Okay, so I'm gonna fill this out as we go too, because I had filled out the Elite Eight, but I hadn't filled out the Final Four. Um, <clears throat> so my Elite Eight matchup in the Midwest was Ozark versus True Detective, and this one is a really close call for me because they're they're both very similar shows, actually. I'm going to go with True Detective. True Detective is just one of my top five favorite shows of all time. Um, I can go on and on and on about this show, which I probably will here in the next few minutes. So stay tuned for that. No way. We're, we're trying to make this our fastest podcast <laughs> um, yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the True, True Detective is going to get the nod here. Nothing against Ozark. I'm very, very excited for Ozark's last season. I think their fourth season upcoming here in the next year or two, whenever that gets released, is going to be the last season. It's just... I, I don't think I've watched a show in a really long time that that gives me such a feeling of dread as Ozark. It just stresses me out and it gives me a feeling of dread, like existential dread. <laughs> and for whatever for whatever reason, like I said, the darker and more serious the show is, like the more I gravitate towards it. And you're not gonna find a darker, more serious show than Ozark. I mean, it is just really intense, really anxiety-inducing. And I know that probably sounds like it's going to put a lot of people off, but go watch it. It's it's basically Jason Bateman with a really incredible performance. He even directs some of the episodes. He His character is basically a financial advisor who launders money for the second biggest drug cartel in Mexico. It's, it's fucking insane. Why not the first biggest one? <laughs> well, because he's like me. I work for the second biggest retirement <laughs> record keeper instead of the first biggest. Um, so my other matchup... Do we already? Yeah, you you already had the Sopranos moving on. Okay, so right. we're, we're on so the next one. Yeah. So the South Elite Eight matchup for me was Parks and Rec versus the Leftovers, and I'm gonna go with the Leftovers. Ooh, I'm pretty sure they were like a 15 seed. They and were a 15 seed. I, I wanted to kind of switch it up and go Parks and Rec and throw kind of a curveball in there because I'm going to end up with a bunch of serious dramas. Spoiler alert for the, the, the shocker for the final four. And I wanted to kind of throw in like a funny sitcom in there just to kind of like switch it up and throw something weird into the mix. But I just can't. I really thoroughly enjoyed The Leftovers. I just watched it this past year during the pandemic for the first time ever. And it definitely held up to the hype. A lot of people really rave about that show and I thought it was excellent. So, so now you're one of the ravers. I am. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> All right. Well, I had Narcos and Friends. What are you going to pick? I went with Narcos. Oh, Friends gets eliminated. Friends gets eliminated in the Elite Eight. I have Narcos moving on to the Final Four. I just think 
I can, I don't know. I think Narcos kind of sucks me in better. Yeah. And it's just a lot more interesting to me because it's yeah. based on a true story. It's based on like, you know, real life events. And it's just one of those things I get, it's, you know, captivating. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things you're like, holy shit, this actually happened. Like, this is real shit. You know, like. Narcos is crazy. People man. have talked about, um, there's been like, you know, it's more of like a funny, like a meme on Twitter about how the next national treasure, treasure, the next <laughs> national treasure, the next national treasure is going to be, uh, oh, what's his name? Nicholas Cage going down to uh, Columbia to find all of the hidden money from uh, Pablo Escobar that's buried <laughs> out there. That'd be, I would watch that movie. <laughs> and, you know, there's people that are still searching for lost money that he's yeah. buried. You know, he was making billions upon billions. I think... At like the height of his, I gotta look this up because I think at the height of, uh, you know, Pablo Escobar, he was making like a billion dollars a day or something. Yeah, I mean, it was anytime you can literally offer the government to offer to pay off your country's national debt in exchange for not being put in jail, you got serious fucking cash. <laughs> so they, the Medellin cartel, which he was obviously in charge of was making $420 million a week. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. $420 million Escobar, a week. Escobar had a reported net worth of $25 billion. Dude. And you realize how much $25 billion is worth now? Imagine $25 oh, yeah. billion back then. Because when, when, this is like, what are we talking, the 80s? It's um, kind of when he was rose to the prominence. The 80s and 90s, I believe. I think, well, it might have been late 80s. Yeah, and the late... Oh, I don't want to donate to your site. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking Yeah, in the, in the late 80s. So yeah, with, the, with like inflation in the early 90s. and all that kind of stuff, I mean... He burned $2 million in order to keep his daughter warm. Dude. Literally lit $2 million on fire. So insane. So I was just looking it up too because I, I had kind of forgotten. I didn't know how many seasons they did of the original Narcos show after I stopped watching. They did one more season past when I was watching. So basically... There's three seasons of like Narcos Colombia and now exactly, they have yeah. Narcos Mexico, which exactly. I need to get yeah. into because my brother says it's really, really good. So Narcos Mexico started... Okay, so basically... the So um, Narcos went... 2015, 16, 17, Narcos Mexico went 2018, 2020. Right. And then I guess they, I it think looks like they have a planned third season for right. Narcos Mexico. <clears throat> so, yeah, I went with Narcos. So, I got Narcos and the Sopranos fighting on the right side of my bracket. That's a pretty good fucking matchup there, dude. Narcos is, is no joke. That, that show's fucking awesome. That's, that's probably one of the. Easily one of the top ten Netflix original shows they've released. Oh, Probably close to show. top five, I would guess. Um, okay, moving on over to the East. Th- this whole side of the bracket is just really tough matchups for me. So, all right. In the East, my Elite Eight matchup is Breaking Bad versus Westworld. Now, this is really tough because I think on this whole side, so the East and the West, out of the... Four teams remaining. Three of them are literally in my top five shows of all time. <laughs> so it's how like, mine is. I don't know how I'm going to make these decisions. So on on one hand, Breaking Bad is just one of the most well-written, well-acted, and, and best-told stories of any television show that's ever been created. On the other hand, Westworld really hits the sci-fi like nerd in me and just does it to the point. Yeah. Like the whole... 
the whole idea around, I mean, if you literally have anything with cool futuristic set designs and artificial intelligence and fucking robots, like I am so in, inject that right into my veins, like for real. So Westworld is fucking nuts, dude. Like that show, I can't even say enough good things about that show, but Breaking Bad is just excellent from start to finish. And the way it builds, like I've always described it, you know, the first two or three seasons of Breaking Bad are good, but seasons four and five, like the way that show builds, it goes from being good to better to better to better to holy shit, this show is incredible, and then it just ends. It it stops before it has any sort of a dip where it you know dips into, which is something I'll get into when we're talking about another one of the TV shows that is still in my bracket. But it never it never hits that dip. It just stops, which I think there's. It's almost like having an athlete who goes out on top, like doing doing the Peyton Manning thing, like winning the Super Bowl and then just retiring. And we don't have to watch him come back, you know, and try and play one more season and, and just like look like shit. And 48. Yeah, and everyone's all depressed because it's like, look at this childhood hero of mine who now is 110 years old and can barely throw the ball and he's, he just got sacked and his hip exploded. Like, it's just sad to watch, you know? He's been on the field <clears throat> for the past four weeks. Yeah. So, this is a really tough matchup for me. I think... I'm going to go with Breaking Bad, and my logic is basically Westworld is not done, and Westworld's third season did have a slight step down, I think, from the first two seasons, and the show is not done yet, so it could come back, and maybe it ends in four or five seasons, like Breaking Bad, and ends on a really high note, but maybe Westworld is the new Game of Thrones, and it goes eight seasons, and maybe it's not so good the last two or three seasons. I don't know. It just but shits the bed. Westworld is amazing, and if anyone out there has not seen Westworld, I highly recommend it. It's an HBO original. It's it's incredible. If you love artificial intelligence or anything remotely science fiction, futuristic type stuff, it's, it's right up your alley. It's fucking amazing. But with all that being said, Breaking Bad is just too perfect of a show to have it not at least go to the final four. And I have Breaking Bad and Fargo. And I have Breaking Bad beating Fargo pretty much for the same exact reasons. Yeah. I mean, it's just, okay. I mean, you can't, I can't say it any better because you kind of said everything. So yeah. I'm going to go take all, everything okay. on the bottom bracket from you now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Maybe go under the west bracket. You, you start and then give us your thoughts. <clears throat> we got Game of Thrones and The Office for me. Now, I just watched Game of Thrones for the first time, what, three or four weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And I sped through it. <laughs> That's an understatement. Um, you know, some people might say it was quick. <laughs> a great show. I mean, it was it was phenomenal in the sense of everything they did, they did well besides, in my opinion, the eighth season. Right. And I'm saying kind of in the big picture. There's a lot of little things that the more and more, like, I've read into it and I've, like, rewatched clips and stuff, I wish they would have done different. Like, I was, I was reading an article the other day about, um, like, deaths and people that didn't die and everything and mm-hmm. like wish who you wish would have died and you know they build up this whole massive war of from you know the north and the the ice king and all of this shit and then it's like it's one episode of a war mm-hmm. and the death isn't just like you know this massive like climatic death it's just like a death yeah. And it just like ends. It's like boom, dead. And I'm like, well, you could have dragged this on for three or four episodes and like yeah. built this massive narrative. Because had they won, they would have wiped out all of Westeros. You're talking about the White Walkers. The White stuff. Walkers. Yeah, had yeah. they won, they would have wiped out all of Westeros. Yeah. Basically, that 
that resistance there at Winterfell was the only thing that was going to stop them. If they, and, you're right. If they move past that, all of Westeros and they, they rushed actually. like, and I'm just pointing out one episode. They rushed that episode quickly, mm-hmm. and then I felt like the writing and certain characters just like Jon Snow. They build up like he's the main character, like all of a sudden in the story, mm-hmm. and then at the, the end of the season, they're just like, yeah, he's banished back to the north, right? And you're like, well, wait a second, yeah, this yeah. dude pretty much just saved the world, yeah, and now you're just gonna banish him. Mm-hmm. And I even was reading that, like, um, Jamie and his sister didn't deserve to die just with rocks falling. And you're like, you're right. Like, she needed to be killed yeah. in, in, like, a combat scene. Yeah, yeah. And so the more and more I read about it, I'm like, man, they missed out on a lot. Like, a lot of missed Instead of fitting, like, six episodes, they should have gone for 10 to 12 episodes yeah. on, like, some yeah. of these. Because they could have dragged out some of these storylines and played them perfect. Mm-hmm. Like Aya and the fucking Arya. Um, Arya. I don't know why I said Aya. <laughs> Arya and the fucking um, No Faced. Yes. Yes. Dude, that just stopped. They just stopped. It like, they was going, and I'm like, I'm yeah. so interested. And also, it's like, boom, gone. And I'm like, yeah. I wait. think you're you're hitting all of the points that I think millions of fans of that show, including me, have with the ending of that show. And I think it's I mean, just, it's, just they, it's they, all of the missed opportunities and the dropped storylines and just right. stuff that was seeming like it was going to build up something and then it just kind of never materialized. It, yeah. was, it was very I strange. I mean, they build up all these character stories and then they just all go their separate ways and it's without any extra story. Yeah. Like, you could literally mm-hmm. write stories on each of these characters. Mm-hmm. Like... Jon Snow goes to the north, but he's not going to watch the wall. Are you fucking kidding me? He's going to go up in the north. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. So, you picked... I picked Game The of... Office. Oh, you picked just, The Office? I'm just talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> I haven't okay. gotten to The Office yet. Okay. All right. So, all of that was to say... So, all of that was Game to of say... Thrones, it's not advancing. Had Game of Thrones hit all of that... Okay. It would have definitely been like, okay, shit. Yeah. Like, I got to really debate. Now, The Office, it's just is like... It, it's... Like I said, it's comedy. Then you have there's some serious episodes, some more like life episodes that can go mm-hmm. on in there. And it's just one of those. The only thing I don't like about The Office is Steve Carell. Really? Yeah. Which is which is what a lot of people don't like about The Office is huh. is solely Michael just why because of his character. And yeah, how, Michael Scott like, can be super annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> but the more and more I've watched The Office, the more and more I've learned to love that character. <laughs> so I'm not gonna it's lie. Funny. Uh, in Arizona, when we were out there for Sam's thing, we, we had just in the middle of the day, one day we were kind of vegging out trying to recover a little bit and they had the office up and I, everyone was like, I was like, I haven't seen the office. And everyone was like, what? Like everyone there had seen it. And then we were watching a couple episodes and they were trying to like explain to me some of the dynamics and the backstory and stuff. And it was making me laugh. Like, I'm not going to lie. That you, show, you need to give it, it a chance. It, it makes me laugh, but it's just, it's one of those things where I can totally understand if you can't really handle like the super, super awkward humor. That's all that show is. I mean, it's a well, lot of that. And, and I like they it. They lay it on thick. You know, <laughs> I like to think I'm I'm not a dark person, but I love like everyone loves dark humor. Let's yeah. be real. Like yeah. it's the funny true. It's the yeah. funny humor. Yeah. Like dad jokes are funny, but dark humor is funnier. Yeah. And uh, the Office has a lot of dark humor in it because when yeah. the first episodes, you know, came out. You could do and say a lot of things <laughs> that nowadays people get easily offended by. When did that show first come out? I'm going to look that up. Real quick. I think it was 2005. It's been out for a really long time. Watch well, it like 2013. No, I think you're right. I think it was 05. Let's see. Yeah, 05 to 2013. I was going to say, 
season nine debuted September 2012. Wow, that show's been done for a long time too. Holy fuck. Well, and, and the oh thing five with it, is when the pilot, March 24th, 2005. One thing I liked about The Office so much was it, it never jumped around. You know, it was the same exact cast from, yeah. I mean, sure, some people came in and like left, but it was the same cast and the, the way they got rid of people was great storylines, you know, or like it, it just phased out perfectly with what happened. So the show, the humor in the show, the way it flowed, the fact that every single person, all of the main characters stayed through for all of the seasons. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those things is like, I got to, you know. I just I love The Office. Like it's just it's great to me. Dude, I feel the like finale, they don't miss anything. The finale episode of The Office got a nine point eight out of ten on IMDb. Dude, that the that, finale is one of the best episodes of The Office. I was gonna say they that that you can't nail a finale better than that. No. That's fucking insane. I mean, you could you could get a nine point nine or or a ten. <laughs> okay, but. all right, I take your point. They had a lot of episodes in the last season. It's Dude, weird. Like the first season has like six episodes, and then by the time you get to season nine, there's like fucking there's like twenty episodes and yeah. like six of the seasons and there's hmm. 30 minute. there's like the 20 minute long episodes because they get rid of the commercials and there's the 30 minute long episodes and then all of a sudden you're on like a 49 minute episode you're like wait a second <laughs> are most of them for the most part like half hour yeah roughly yeah, okay yeah. okay yeah you could watch all of season one in three hours yeah that's pretty crazy um but so i went with okay. the office i mean so the it's, office then huh it's my show I actually going wanted, up going up against Breaking Bad for you going against Breaking Bad on the left side of the bracket and All right. you know after this discussion I think we know what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, so we have to uh, finalize my final four real quick before we get into it. So my elite eight matchup from the West region is Game of Thrones versus Stranger Things. Now we already there's going to be some more Game of Thrones talk. People just brace yourselves for it, um, but. I won't go too much into the Game of Thrones side of this discussion. I will just say right off the top, I'm picking Game of Thrones to move on. Stranger Things Suck it, Stranger is got to be, for me, top five Netflix original shows they've made up there with like House of Cards and Bloodline and stuff like See, that. I've still never like, seen it, and everyone's like, you've got to watch it. Dude, it is fucking awesome. I don't even know. like Somehow, the writers of that show tapped into like 80s nostalgia and... like. Spielberg monster movies and Stephen King sort of paranormal stories and stuff like that and kind of just meshed it all together and it's just really well written great fucking actors the kid actors in that show the kid are amazing. actors are really good from everything yeah, that I've, it's, I've it's, read about it I cannot say a good enough good things about Stranger Things and I think their fourth season is supposed to come out sometime soon they've got three complete seasons so far um as long as they keep making it, I'm going to keep watching it, man. It's fucking awesome. I, I can't say I need to start watching it. it so I don't get six seasons behind when yeah. they're on episodes. I would highly recommend it. I, I think there's only like 10 episodes per season. It's not like they're too too, too crazy long or anything. And there might even be less than that. I'm not sure. Well, but. hell, I watch shows. I'll be caught up to <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, the next time we sit down for a podcast, you'll be like, hey, so I watched all of Stranger <laughs> Things. Um, so, you know, I know it's kind of weird that I just went on a big rant about Stranger Things to only say that they lost to Game of Thrones. But... I'm just too invested in Game of Thrones to not pick them over Stranger Things, especially because, you know, like I already said, in in picking some of these really tight matchups for me, like especially the Breaking Bad versus Westworld one, it's the same logic used here. Like, Breaking Bad's done, Westworld's not. Game of Thrones is done, Stranger Things is not. So I think literally, even with the disappointing eighth and final season of Game of Thrones... It was just too good for too long. I mean, to not 
to, to lose to Stranger right. Things, basically. Especially I mean, a show as young in its like life expectancy as Stranger Things. Right. Like, like three right. seasons it's still, in, it's still is, growing. It's still it's still growing, you know? I mean, had Game of Thrones, you know, like I talk about, had they followed through with some of those storylines and they extended some episodes, you know, and and just didn't shit the bed, it might have beat out the office. Just I think because it's it's one of those like when I was watching it and like I said I know I watched it really quickly but I I was literally like in the show I felt like like yeah. I was like oh this is like I'm a character in here like oh yeah. fucking dragon you get, flying around you get around. sucked into the world man. and so like I was in the you know the world of Game of Thrones and I was just and then you get disappointed though so you're kind of like I mean great show but like fuck yeah it like, leaves great it show leaves, but but. Why? Yeah, it's like it's like eating really good food that has a weird aftertaste or something. You're like, fuck. Like, what is you that weird aftertaste? Afterwards. Yeah. You like and go and eat that's... Taco Bell and then you burp later and you're like, fucking this was a <laughs> well, bad idea. And that's what your your lasting impression is on your brain is of the aftertaste, right. not of everything else before that, which is kind of how Game of Thrones is. Like, I think, you know, I was talking a little bit about this the last time we sat down and did this bracket when we were mentioning Game of Thrones. Like, I think a lot of people need to take a more nuanced view of Game of Thrones as a whole because I think a lot of people are just going, when you mention Game of Thrones, they're like, ah, fuck Game of Thrones because the last season season. left a bad taste in their mouth. But it's like, okay, guys, does one season really take a show that had gone like seven insane seasons prior to that really knock it down from being like one of your favorites to like you don't even want to talk about it now? You know, I mean, it could though because it was the final season and you expect them to wrap it up in a good way. Like yeah. they've, they've literally hit grand slams with every yeah. single season before that. And then they try and do like a squeeze bunt and they strike out right. <laughs> and you're like, wait, why you're were like, you doing that? What the you hell? Know? Yeah. You're, you're just disappointed. And, and so I can, I can see it, but at the same time, like you said, there were seven phenomenal seasons Yeah, and then there's one bad season. So it's like, but you can't watch just the first seven and be like, all right, I'm satisfied. You're like, I got to watch the eighth one now and get disappointed yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see both things, but you know I had the Office against it. So that was, <laughs> sorry, Game of Thrones. Okay, Maybe if you had a better season eight, we are down to the nitty gritty, the final four. So, which... so we'll be back next week with uh, final four <laughs> championship. Everyone, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll stay tuned. To be continued. Which side would you want to start on, left or the right um, side? Well, since we kept going on the right side, let's just go right back to the left. Okay. Let's so, start. would you like to start? I'll, I'll do the left. Okay. I have Breaking Bad versus The Office. Okay. Um, which I know you have Breaking Bad versus Game of Thrones. Right. Uh, Office is going to take it. Oh, shit. Okay. Over Breaking Bad. All the way and in the fucking championship, All the way to son. the championship. What seed was The Office? They were a one seed. Oh, okay. Or no, a two seed. Two seed. The one office, seed is Game seed. of Thrones okay. on that bracket. But I have them beating Breaking Bad. And I think, again, it's the watchability for me. Breaking Bad's great, and I could rewatch it, but I don't think it's a show that as soon as I finish, I'm like, I'm going to start season one again. Yeah. I think it's a show, like, I finish, I'm like, all right, this, you know, professor was cooking meth. I don't think I need to watch watch this kind of show again. Like, let me go yeah. watch, like, that comedy. <clears throat> so it came down to watchability for me and, and one that I could binge over and over again. And, yeah. and so The Office just takes it from me. Uh, over Breaking Bad, it, it was close, but not so close. I mean, honestly, The Office and Game of Thrones was a lot closer than The Office and Breaking Bad. So, can I tell you something insane? <laughs> 
You have the office in your championship. The office didn't even make it out of the first round in my bracket. It's because you haven't seen it. So, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm sure a lot of people are like just so ha. Jokes on you. Shaking violently because I, I because of the disrespect I brought towards the office. But you guys can listen to this podcast for Matthew. We all know I'm the best, anyways, because Harry Potter's the best movies. Oh god, uh, here we go. Should we just fucking <laughs> scratch die, the bracket? Should we just dive right back into the fucking best movie franchise bracket? Scratch the bracket. Here we go. Star Wars. Oh, speaking of Star Wars, real quick though, I only have three episodes left, and uh, I'm done with Star Wars now. Oh, you've, you've been, been rewatching, re-watching the, series? the series. Good for you. So. Good man. Good. Man. I only have the. I didn't. I don't watch like Rogue One. I'm just watching okay. the the main episodes. The main episodes. Yeah. So I'm on the last trilogy, which is okay. the newest trilogy. Yeah. Have you seen the Mandalorian yet? No. That's the next thing you got to watch. It, what? Right after you finish the Star Wars saga, just dive right into Mandalorian. Let me know what you think. Like, while you're just in the Star Wars world, just watch Mandalorian. I was thinking about starting Harry Potter as soon as I was done. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't seen it enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You haven't seen it in three weeks. So. Right. Anyways, back to the, the TV series bracket. Uh, Zach, you're up. Uh, big championship uh, yes. contesting team. So, um, yeah. Coming out of the left side of the bracket, my matchup is Breaking Bad versus Game of Thrones. And... Like I said, so real quick, my final four is Breaking Bad versus Game of Thrones and then The Leftovers versus True Detective. And literally three of those shows are in my top five shows of all time. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and True Detective. So I have two of my is... top five in the final four, and I had four <clears throat> of my top five in one bracket. Yeah. I mean, it's tough decisions, man. This is what life's all about is tough decisions. Um, it's not fair. I think, God, this is really tough for me. Like I said, on one hand, Breaking Bad is like maybe the most perfect show ever created. And then on the other hand, Game of Thrones is maybe the most awesome world that's ever been created for me. And I'm in the middle of reading the books too. I'm just really heavily invested in Game of Thrones. And and oddly enough too, both shows start kind of like a slow burn and they gain a bunch of steam. And then by the end, you're just like, oh my God, like every episode, you're just freaking out. All right, folks, to be continued. <laughs> um, you have to pick one. I know. I got to make a decision. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with Game of Thrones. Ooh. Which All is right, a, we got to move on a, before he second guesses himself. Yeah, and I think the only reason why, you know, going back to something you said a few minutes ago, it comes down to watchability. So I've seen both of these shows twice, like all the way through. And Breaking Bad, I had taken years in between. I, I finished it. I watched season five, the last season, when it was airing. And then I hadn't watched it for a long time. And then this past summer, I had I sat Taya down and we watched it because she had never seen it before. So I've seen it twice now. It is awesome. It's fucking awesome. But Game of Thrones, if I was to sit down right now and you were like, Zach, just pick any random episode of either of those two shows to sit down and You're gonna enjoy watch a Game of Thrones an episode. hour of TV, it's going to be a Game of Thrones episode. So that's how I'm going to make that decision. And I'm going to, I'm gonna, like you said, I'm going to do it and move on before I start yep. second guessing myself. So Game of Thrones in the championship game for me. Now who will they face? All right. You want me to start on the right side then since you went first? So I already put the um, office in there. Okay. So going up against Game of Thrones in the championship game for me this is going to come down to the leftovers versus True Detective a and seed. Think about that. Yeah, you, and, don't, you don't have the office going on, but you have the leftovers. And uh, I am not going to spend near as much stress and time thinking about this one as I did on the other side of the bracket. It's True Detective for me easily. 
The Leftovers is a really fantastic show, but True Detective just... But the run ends. The fairy tale runs. The, the fairy run tale ends yeah. in the final four. <laughs> that well, is kind of crazy. The Leftovers was a 15 seed. Dude. I mean, then again, it it's all based on the IMDb ratings. Right, so right. this is, you know, the rankings on this was not necessarily skewed, but it was kind of skewed in the first place just because it was... Sh- Although, you know, rankings. and I'll just say this real quick. For anyone who's hopping in, I don't know why you would be hopping into this final episode of this bracket without listening to the episode But you know what, prior. welcome. But if you are, great. We're, <laughs> we're happy to have you. But I'd just like to say, you know, going to your comment about the rankings, Matt, is we really did try and sit down and think this through. We didn't just assign random seeds to these shows. Like, we actually had a system in place. We had guidelines and parameters and we used imdb which is already established like well-established ranking system for movies and tv shows so like these seeds are about as accurate quote unquote as you're gonna get in terms of like what is the most popular slash most successful slash highly rated shows down to the ones that are not as highly you know what we should have done and now that we're in the championship episode and my brain's finally working on how to seed these (laughs) we should have taken the highest rated episode for each show the lowest rated episode for each show, the um, total IMDb rating for the show, and averaged them out. Because then it gives you mm-hmm. the best, the worst, and what it averaged. But you add them together. But isn't that just kind of like having the average for the show then? If you have the average IMDb. Well, but the average the IMDb, I think, average. is of every single episode. So right. I'm saying you take the best and the worst, so they can counter each other out and then you take what the average was of the whole thing of the whole thing and you add that in too so you're like adding the best the worst and the average together and then you're dividing that and seeing what it would be <laughs> i don't know i like what we did <laughs> i think what we did was redo totally sorry everybody <laughs> these past few episodes have been a fraud and we'll be back with a new bracket with uh 128 teams oh god and it's gonna be done in one episode. And we're gonna end up with uh, me. I'm gonna end up with the same fucking exactly. Team. So it'll be done in Two one episode. <laughs> okay, so that was my side. You still have to fill out your championship round, my friend. <sighs> so I have Narcos against the Sopranos. Ooh, good matchup. Two totally different teams two, than what I had. Two on that totally side. different teams. Two better teams. Um, oh wow, shots fired. Yeah, we have a. I don't actually know what Narcos is. Probably like a four seed, not a fifteen. You want me to look? But uh, I went with Narcos. Um, Narcos the, is a four seed. Part of the reason I went with Narcos and Sopranos is a one seed. over the Sopranos is because so you went with Narcos. I went with Narcos is because so it's going to be know, Narcos versus The Office for you. Yep. Okay. And it it came down to a watchability. I love The Sopranos, but if I'm going to watch kind of a mafia style show or movie, I'm going to just go watch The Godfather because it's yeah. just as long as The Sopranos. Yeah. And or I'm gonna watch The Irishman or Goodfellas. Or Goodfellas, yeah. I would rather watch those than over go through the than whole go show. through the whole yeah. sh- show of The Sopranos because I just sorry, my dog thinks one piece of food is worth chasing. Um, I just think you know I could go back and rewatch Narcos, like the episode they catch Pablo Escobar. I could probably just go back Fuck. and watch that over every episode so of Sopranos. Good. And it's just, it's one of those, you know, like it, like Game of Thrones, it kind of sucked me into where I'm like, you know, like this should actually happen. Like, yeah, this was real world. I mean, the Sopranos should happen in real world, like the real world, but not necessarily the way that the Sopranos showed it. So I went with Narcos or the Sopranos. So I have The Office against Narcos in my championship game. 
All right, so now we're really down to the nitty-gritty. This is for all the marbles. So, <clears throat> would you like me to go first, or do you want to go first? I mean, my debating is going to be pretty easy because, like I said, I had four of my top five shows were in the bottom bracket, and they were my top four shows, Yeah. with my fifth show being Narcos. So I have my number one versus my number five. So, I mean, mathematically, if you add those two together and divide, it gives you three. Um, but The Office is going to win. Okay, so, so your champion so is The Office. So my champion is The Office. Um, so out of all 64 team, or out of all 64 TV shows we picked, The Office is your favorite the show of all time. Office is my favorite show of all time. And again, I think it comes down to, for me, one of the, the watchability factor. Because if I could rewatch it 10 times, that means I liked it every time I've watched yeah. it before. Yeah. And I've rewatched the office. Well, not necessarily rewatched. I'll put this in air quotes again, but I've seen the office 10 plus times fully through from episode one to the finale. I have seen the office fully through. Yeah. And then they took it off Netflix cause they're a bunch of stingy bastards. And now, it's and now I have to go Peacock. to Peacock and I'm pretty sure there's ads on Peacock. So if I want to watch the office, I got to watch ads yep. or pay. And I don't need to pay for Peacock. I feel like Netflix probably lost a lot of subscribers who were there literally only to watch either The Office or Friends because yeah, both Friends of those got shows taken away. were on there at one point and then they both have left since and now Friends is on what? HBO Max and then uh, The Office yeah, is on Peacock. Peacock. But Peacock yeah. is free so at least... I guess that's true. That's you still true. get that. You don't have to pay. But but yeah, The Office is All my right. crown. The Office champion. is cutting down the nets. Confetti and everything. Yep. <laughs> Hoisting up that trophy. All right. So my championship round is a couple of heavy hitters. Game of Thrones versus True Detective. Oddly enough, two HBO shows as well. I actually had three HBO shows in my final four. Um, HBO makes great shows. Dude, for my money, HBO makes the best shows. Although, um, I will say this before you go in. I think Prime is going to come through and start taking like the reins on shows. I think, think there's so? too much money involved in, in Prime that I think they might come in and be the new video powerhouse. It's very interesting because, and we can get to this in like a different episode if we want, but... We can do that in our technology episode. Yeah. Um, Netflix seems to be like the biggest and best streamer just in terms of how long they've been around, how well, like how much data they have, how right. much money to spend on more content. But in terms of like, like you said, up and comers, Amazon seems to be making some serious moves, especially against streamers like hulu which have been around longer it seems like amazon is cranking out some shit that is like bigger and better well, than what i've what noticed hulu with hulu hulu will partner with like fx and they like you know like when i was watching since anarchy but i had to watch commercials right that's you the know? same thing i just went through with legion i watched legion it was fx on hulu right. show and i had to watch commercials. we're like yeah. prime like uh band of brothers pacific which are hbo originals were on prime for free so they've got yeah. hbo shows and movies yeah. on on prime and yeah. i just think there's more money in prime than hulu yeah although hulu is with disney yeah they're like half so owned by disney and disney's has all the money in the right. world too. so it's one of those like you know, it'll be interesting to see where they all go, but yeah. I just had to say that. Go ahead. No, that's that's finish your bracket. That but streamer I think Prime race is, is going to come in, and, and for sure, Prime Originals are going to be especially phenomenal. if here in the next couple of years, Prime drops a dope ass Lord of the Rings show like we were talking about last time. Dude. That is going to change some things seriously. Um, okay, so yeah, my championship round is Game of Thrones versus True Detective, and. You know, I've been sitting here thinking about the pros and cons of each show while you were explaining how The Office was going to win your bracket. And 
I am obsessed with both of these shows. Again, like I said, both of these shows are in my top five like favorite TV shows ever. I honestly think I'm going to have to go with Game of Thrones over True Detective. And the only reason is... The reason why True Detective is held in such high esteem in my mind is because of the first season. If we were talking, which I want to do an idea for a podcast in the future of just the best single season of a TV show that you like just of all time. Because if we're having that discussion, it's not even a question for me. True Detective season one is the best season of TV I've ever seen in my life. Like it, nothing else compares. I'm going to find... A TV show that had one episode in their first season. And I was <laughs> well, like, that was it. That's what got me hooked. Um, so that is literally what holds True Detective so highly in my head. And I and nothing bad against seasons two and three. Season two took a pretty big dip in my opinion, but season three came back to form. I think it's just a kind of like a poor man's season one. It's 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 kind of an imitation of season one, but it's still a very well told, well acted story. And it's it's right up my alley of like dark detective drama with like uncovering some dark sinister conspiracy. Like I love that type of stuff. But overall, like I said, I would rather sit down and watch Game of Thrones, I think. And I think I'm just more invested in the world of Game of Thrones and I've been invested for such a long time span being that that show went The watchability the watchability factor is Dude, the huge. watchability. I mean, and, and you know what I thought of what what finally tipped the scales while you were going over your championship matchup? I thought of my favorite episode of Game of Thrones, Battle of the Bastards. And I just thought to myself, where else Am I going to find an episode of TV that's going to have me glued to the TV and on the edge of my seat like that? Like that episode in Game of Thrones? And True Detective just doesn't have that. True Detective's first season is mind-blowingly good. But Game of Thrones has so many episodes that I was literally just like leaning back on the couch, hands on my head. Oh my god, I can't believe what I'm watching type shit. And it just repeatedly did that season after season. And I think that's why it's going to get the nod for me. I mean, not a surprise. And it's just... I I think, I like I said, had Game of Thrones extended on some of the storylines and slowed down the ending instead of just kind of like making it like... Yeah. Like, let's wrap it up. Yeah. It might have had a chance to beat The Office out. Yeah. Like, it it legit might have had a chance to beat The Office out to where I would have been like, nah, the Game of Thrones is my show. I really think if... Game of Thrones had an, a final season that was on par with how good like Breaking Bad's final season was in terms of how perfect the ending was. You'd be hard pressed to say Game of Thrones isn't just the best show ever made. <laughs> you know what I mean? The You're only reason wrong. the only reason people don't say that right now is because the last season was such a letdown and such a disappointment. So if they go back and they remake the eighth season once the books if if it gets finished. You know, yeah, question, big, big question marks big around if. that. And they redo it. Do you think Game of Thrones could come back? I mean, it would be in their best interest, I think, to redo it. But it's kind of hard to go back and be like, here's, you know, season 8.8. A. Yeah. And then here's season 8 finale. Yeah. I, finals. If I'm being completely honest, I know everyone online wants HBO to just redo the eighth season. It's not going to happen, guys. I'm going to just go ahead and tell you they're not going to do that. I will say it was such a massively successful show that there are going to be plenty of spinoff shows we can watch. And either shows set before Game of Thrones or shows set after Game of Thrones I would or like shows set do. during Game of Thrones covering other stuff. 
there's plenty of room to explore that world. I just don't think we're ever going to go back and revisit those same characters. I think for that, for that story, like if they follow Jon Snow into the future, you know, they just follow the characters. Yeah, on they their, could their do their that. Voyages type of stuff afterwards. For sure. Yeah, that would be like okay, you know, I'll yeah. settle for watching. Yes, I just think. You know, and obviously I've gone into my thoughts about the overall story of A Song of Ice and Fire many times on this podcast. And I'm in the middle of reading the books, you know, right now. And it's just one of those things that I don't think anyone's really going to be able to do it justice until George R.R. Martin finishes his story. Because it really is his masterpiece. Right. And you are not going to... It would be like, you know... The Mona Lisa being like three quarters of the way done and then some other fucking in. artist coming in and trying to finish it. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, I mean, you did your best. Good job. But yeah, we could see what you were doing there, but it, <laughs> it wasn't really what we were going it's for. It's not really on par with the other three quarters of the painting. Sorry. Like, good, good job. Yeah. So I think, you know, if it was me, you know, if I was some sort of a director or an actor or a writer who was getting recruited by HBO to get involved with the Game of Thrones world... I would much rather want to just do something that was in that world but not related even remotely to the main story because it's like I don't even want to touch it. It's its its own thing. He created this masterpiece of a story. I don't want to fuck anything up there. Let me invent some new characters and invent some new events that happened or build off of stuff that he's hinted at maybe right. that we don't really know a bunch about and I'll just go from there and make that its own little thing. And that way, no one's coming into it with all these expectations. You know what I mean? These lofty expectations. Or just do the Lord of the Rings because the guy that wrote that's been dead for fucking decades. Yeah. Well, and the, and the difference there is, too, that series is actually complete. Right. They have, like, the whole blueprint. I, I think, honestly, like, I've said this a whole bunch. The, the guys who wrote and created the show Game of Thrones for HBO get a lot of shit for how they finished that show. I kind of but think they just rushed it, though. They Okay, they did rush it. And all of the criticisms of their storytelling choices in the final season are totally justified. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're totally justified. But they were kind of set up for failure from the get-go. Like, there's really no conceivable way they're going to make a satisfying conclusion to that if the guy who started it hasn't even done that himself. Well, you know what I, I mean? Right. So what they, they should were have done, <laughs> they should have delayed, Yeah. you know, starting even writing the show until the book was complete. Because right. then you would have, had they done that, Yeah. I mean, and everything turned out the way it was, but season eight changed. Yeah. Dude, imagine that. Right. Like, you, can you imagine? So like, imagine, imagine. <laughs> imagine exactly like you said, they just waited. Like HBO bought the rights and they just sat on it until he was done with his show. Now, whenever that happens, if it's 2030, who knows when the fuck he's going to be done with those books. But Or if he's going to be done with those books. But let's just, let's just pick 2025. The series is completely done. A Song of Ice and Fire is from start to finish done in the book form. Then HBO can start the show, and then whoever is writing and creating the show doesn't have that added pressure of what happens when we get past book five. What do we do? This is just uncharted territory. Like we right. don't know. We're just what we're writing doing. our own story at this yeah. point. Yeah, at and that it could point, be completely wrong. At that point, they're just following the blueprint that was laid out for them. They're changing minor things here and there, maybe cutting out a couple of side characters that don't add too much to the plot for time's sake, and then they're just making a show which is the visual realization of a of a story that's already had its beginning middle and end that would be ultimately the best way to do it but unfortunately they didn't know that George R R Martin was going to take over a decade to write his sixth book and which is still not even out that over a decade that timer's still going on that 
and we're still waiting on book seven after that. So, you know, how are they supposed to know? You know, you would you would think that a guy who had written five books of a series by the time you start season one would probably be done with the last two books by the time you get to season six, but he just wasn't, and he still isn't. So you would think I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Assume. You know, yeah. So anyway. But still, with all of that being said, Game of Thrones is my favorite show of all time, I think. Well, had it not been against The Office and in that fucking bracket of chaos, it might have been my yeah. top. Had had it finished different, it probably would have been my top. Yeah. So. And like I said, so just a real quick, another shameless plug for uh, True Detective. I think um, I'm kind of in between shows right now. And I think I'm going to just, I own the, obviously I have HBO, but I own the first season of True Detective on like Blu-ray and stuff. I think I'm just going to go What's rewatch Blu-ray? the first season of True Detective, dude. I you still have DVD love players? Yeah, dude. God, dude, you're old. What happens when your Wi-Fi goes out? What are you going to do? What are you going to watch? I'm going to drive to somewhere that has Wi-Fi. You're going to drive to my house and watch <laughs> Blu-rays with me. Oh, well, I have plenty of DVD players. <laughs> So anyway, so to recap, you had The Office had as the your Office favorite show, and I had Game show. of Thrones as my favorite show. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our Ultimate yes. TV Show Bracket. I think we're really going to just rename this podcast Just Brackets. <laughs> we're going to make a bracket of everything. We're going to make a bracket out of a bracket. Out I of think, a bracket. I think from now on, anytime we do a bracket series, we just need to name it Just Brackets and then whatever the bracket series is going to be. Welcome to the but, Just Brackets podcast. Well, just this brackets. is the ultimate... This is the Whatever. ultimate 1v1 bracket. Yeah. <laughs> what? doesn't make sense. It's a 1v1 bracket. This we is already... the ultimate uh, fucking pop socket bracket. <laughs> it's the ultimate bobblehead bracket. Yeah. What? Anyway, I had a fun time doing this. I don't know yeah, about you. I think we'll... Uh, there's going to be more me. brackets. I think there's going to be a lot of Disney movie brackets or like Pixar. Yeah. Or, uh, we really need to DreamWorks. do... A, I think a tough bracket to do would be a Pixar movie bracket, man. Those Pixar... When you start, when you start boiling it down and looking at them... You're like, fuck, I love all of these movies. Yeah. How am I going to pick any of these over the other ones? We, we've got a lot of bracket ideas coming your way. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of other bracket ideas coming your way at Just Brackets. and uh, at the Just Brackets podcast. Then yeah. we'll be back with a random football episode, and uh, then you'll hate your life, and you'll never want to listen to us again. So, <laughs> At least we're like quite a few episodes removed of fucking fantasy recap podcast. I think you and me got really sick of doing that. We would get in and we're like, yeah, this week on uh, the Melvin Gordon show. Uh, <laughs> fuck Melvin Gordon. Oh, man. So I don't know what our next episode is going to be. We still have a couple more episodes to finish up on our movie flashback podcast series that we've been kind of doing. Um, we also have several other ideas of stuff we're going to do, but we wanted to finish out this TV show bracket series, which we are now concluded. So with, our so. next episode... Will just have to be a suspenseful one. You'll yep. just have to wait. Yep. It could be. Who knows on, what we'll be talking about? Could be on. You know, doors. For all we know. This the is the doors. Nice oak door. The band. No, just doors. Or just like, actual doors. Actual doors. We're like gonna talk about metal doors, doors, mahogany, oak, spruce. Yeah. Glass. Different sorts of handles. Different sorts of handles. You got hinges. Chrome. Yeah. You got car doors. <laughs> plane doors. Boat doors. But no, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we truly appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to getting you uh, another episode here shortly. And we hope you guys like everything. So thanks. Again. Yeah, hopefully um, we don't have such a long time gap between uh, episodes this time. I know, for whatever reason, like I think it's literally only been two weeks, but for me it feels like it forever because like we're used forever. to doing at least one a week. So yeah, hopefully we don't have such a long um, time it's gap. Zach hates me. 
Yeah, that's exactly. Well, I was stuck in Arizona for like nine years, so that's that was my problem. Um, yeah, so it caused our two week delay. Nine years stay caused a two week delay. <laughs> hopefully, we don't have. Uh, yeah, too much of a gap between this episode and the next one. But anyway, you know, as we always say, thank you for listening. We love your support. Um, we're having a good time doing this. So we hope you guys are having a good time listening. Um, go out there, like, rate, review, subscribe on all your favorite um, podcast streaming platforms. and Give we'll, us some more ideas. And yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah. So see you later, everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody.